0: and welcome back to VLGA Connect. Today we're talking about a new initiative out of Deakin University, which is working to promote healthy eating and to help people find retailers that provide a healthy food environment. It's all part of the Nourish Network. And for this particular project, they see engagement with local government as critical to its success. Anna Peters is a professor of epidemiology and equity in public health At Deakin University. That's a mouthful, Anna. Uh, But for today's purposes, you're the Director of Nourish Network and welcome to VLGA Connect. Thanks very much. Great to have you here. Tell me firstly about Nourish Network, the broader project. What's the idea about there?
1: Yeah, thanks, Chris. So a couple of years ago, um, there are a number of us in research and in policy and in practice who have been working on the big question of how do we help Australians eat healthier diets? So we know that diet is one of the biggest contributors to ill health in Australia. And part of that is because the food environments that surround us often promote um, and advertise um, the unhealthier foods over the healthier foods. So there's a lot of thinking that goes into how can we shift that? And what we realised was a whole lot of food retailers, whether they're in cafes or kiosks, are really keen to be part of the solution, but it's really hard for them to work out what are the changes they could make to their food retail settings that are good for health and good for sustainability, but not bad for their bottom line. So we decided to form this Nourish Network, which is a bringing together of people from the food retail sector, from the government and health promotion sector and the research sector to try and come up with some of those solutions together.
0: So this, um, this latest project that you're looking to engage councils in is is one of a number of initiatives that are happening under the Nourish Network banner, if you like?
1: Yeah, that's right. So we've got a number of different kind of priorities that were identified by those different groups that we've been working on. So they're all at different stages of completeness. And, and one of the, the ones that we're really starting to see some momentum with now is this idea of um, working with local governments to drive healthy food retail recognition projects.
0: So talk a bit about how you see local governments being involved. What's their role in this?
1: So the basic idea is really modelled on a couple of programs that different local governments have originally designed with their local retail communities. And are basically focused on how can they both support retailers, whether it's in the local shopping strip um, or in the local hospital, to shift their their foods that they're providing to healthier foods for the consumer. So that might be training, it might be funding to, to support marketing, and it might be promotion of the fact that they're becoming a healthier food retail through all the local government channels. And through working with the retailer, then the retailer might reach a certain level of recognition recognition, a gold star recognition, which mm-hmm. is then further promoted by the local government and the community. And so I guess what we're looking for is um, perhaps some more coherence across different governments who often aren't resourced to to create these programs all on their own. And so our our request at the moment is for people from local government, whether it's from the business development section who are really obviously concerned about retailers post-COVID, whether it's from the health promotion, health and wellbeing sections, to to let us know if they'd be interested to support the development um, and co-design across a few governments of a program like this.
0: I don't know if you've noticed, Anna, but I have noticed a lot of councillors are getting, uh, councils, I should say, are getting more actively involved in in the small business area post-COVID, uh, I think there's a new recognition of the role and responsibility of councils to help those sectors recover. Do you see that as being part of uh, what you're trying to do as well?
1: Yeah, 100%. And I think that, that there's a real opportunity with this to support these businesses to become leading lights in a way so they they might be the businesses in the community that get a lot of promotion through providing these healthier foods and supporting their customers to eat more healthily and more sustainably and that's why you know the the big cry out from retailers is as i said we'd love to be part of that solution but we need the tools support resources to do that in a business friendly way and that's what we're trying to bring together some of those organizations like the victorian healthy eating um, enterprise also, um, Nutrition Australia, excuse me, Nutrition Australia, and Mu- Municipal Association Victoria, who are all very good at understanding how to bring the different skills together to support this change.
0: I'm remembering um, one council that I've been involved with in in my career used to have a uh, a program that recognised uh, food businesses, but it was more around food safety, like safe practices in uh, food handling, um, presentation, etc. This seems to me like a logical uh, graduation of that type of recognition program.
1: Yep, absolutely. And that's exactly why we'd love to hear from some of the people from local government who are expert in exactly that system, because one of the models that was previously trialled actually piggybacked on to the food safety checks with this sort of healthy eating check. And we think it aligns really well also with the council plans around sustainability. So it may well be that we can bundle those three different objectives together in a single recognition um, scheme.
0: So you've just touched on something that I was going to mention, and that is, you know, all councils have to have a health and wellbeing plan, a four-year council plan that has some of those broader aims as well. Have you got a sense of how well aligned Uh, those plans already are with what you're trying to achieve with the Nourish Network?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so um, just to give you a bit of context, so the way these projects work, it's an action team that self-selects from across the network. So we have really good representation on that action team from some local government areas and particularly from some community health services um, who work closely with local government. So the lead of this action team is is Gemma Payton from Bayside Central Community Health Service. Um, And so it's been informed directly by their perception that this sort of program would help them deliver on their health and wellbeing goals. Yeah. And then in our broader consultation, um, we're definitely hearing echoes of the same thing. But these, this might be one of the specific actions that would help councils deliver on those goals.
0: You mentioned the sustainability angle. Is it drawing too long a bow to suggest that this could also link in with councils' climate change responsibilities?
1: No, that's exactly right. And that's why we really want to co-design this with councils because um, yeah, the more bang for your buck, the better, I say. And so it's absolutely possible But as you were alluding to before, there may be some um, schemes that we could design that tick off the health and safety objectives, the healthy eating objectives and the sustainability objectives at the same time.
0: Have you got an idea of what success ultimately looks like for you with this particular project or how you plan to measure its success?
1: Yeah, definitely. So in the early days, success is really... Engagement with um, a select number of, of local governments, as I said before, with those different perspectives, so from the business side as well as from the health promotion side. Um, to design what might be a really effective and feasible scheme that could be potentially rolled out across Victoria with local tailoring. So that's kind of the first success step. I guess the long-term success is that we have a scheme that really is acceptable to all Victorian businesses and local governments and consumers and is rolled out and supports our community to eat much more healthily um, into the long term.
0: Have you got a target for the number of councils uh, that you want to get involved with this at this stage?
1: Yeah, so at the sort of early co-design stage, we're imagining there might be six who are kind of keen to identify this as a priority area for action. Once we have um, kind of a a basic scheme designed, then we would take that out more broadly and we would imagine that more might like to be involved.
0: Is it just Victorian at the stage or, or, or are you welcoming input from beyond our state.
1: Yeah, so in terms of the initial design, so as I was saying, we're perhaps imagining six councils really starting to think through the nuts and bolts of an effective scheme. We um, expect that to be Victorian, mainly for logistical reasons. Um, but we already have interstate input into the thinking around the scheme what some of the principles and priorities might need to be so we'll continue to engage across the nation to make sure that whatever is developed actually could be scaled out more broadly nationally
0: so let's just to recap uh, be clear about what you're looking for from councils at the moment and how they can find out more about getting involved
1: great thanks and thanks for the opportunity i really appreciate it so essentially we're looking for members of council particularly from sort of the health promotion health and well-being sections and also the community development, economic development sections, who might be interested to co-develop and eventually pilot test a scheme in their local communities that would support their businesses to shift to healthier food retail provision, potentially also more sustainable food provision.
0: All right. And how do they go about uh, getting involved?
1: So um, it would be great if they could go to our website, which is simply nourishnetwork as one word org, and then look up the healthy food retail recognition page um, and they can absolutely put their interest in there through the survey.
0: And a question without notice are there any other activities happening under the Nourish Network banner that you might see uh, dovetailing with uh, councils?
1: Yes absolutely so we've also got um, another program which um, is sort of a paddock to plate type program which we're looking at as farm to school so really looking at joining up Farmers who have healthy food um, that they're producing, and how that might be provided through schools, not only to students, but also to that local community. So, quite a, an innovative retail model that, that tries to really connect up the local community with the local producers. So, that's one project that is um, kicking off at the moment that I think has a lot of relevance to um, local governments. And the second one that we have is looking at um, sports and recreation centres. So, we've got a capacity building program that really has been designed by. Our local government partners to ensure that people in sports and recreation centres are able to provide healthier food to all the patrons of those centres so again if people are interested in um, knowing more about either of those definitely um, sign up to the nourish network uh, website
0: excellent i really appreciate your time to tell us about that. It's an exciting project i hope lots of councils get involved and are all the best with it thanks very much for your time That's Anna Peters from Deakin University's Nourish Network with us today on VLGA Connect. We'll be back with more very soon. Thanks for joining us and bye for now.